Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Tower cleared. Hi, this is Emily Carney, and along with Eleanor O'Rangers and Tom Hill, I'd like to welcome you to Space 3D, the podcast that discusses a wealth of space topics. On this episode, we continue our tribute to astronaut Al Warden, whose career is largely defined by his role as command module pilot on Apollo 15. This episode features an interview with Michelle Rauch, renowned space artist who worked extensively with Warden during a recent project. Without further comment, here's the interview. I would like to introduce our guest. Michelle Rauch is an engineer and an entrepreneur, and she's also a great artist. She's very well known in the spaceflight artist canon. Uh, in her biography, she states she blends technical knowledge with accuracy and the ability to redefine abstraction between finite lines. She's earned many STEM awards, uh, has gained recognition by being nominated for the Arizona Governor's Arts Award, and she's also the chair of the AIAA, American Institute of Astronautics and Aeronautics uh, Tucson section, is also more recently is an advisory board member for Higher Orbits. If you visit her website, she has a laundry list of a lot of different awards and recognitions in her industry. She also works as an engineer in the Department of Defense, overseeing uh, major weapon systems, and has been an technical advisor in generating uh, strategic information for MDA, uh, Navy, Air Force and Army. So with that, we'd love to welcome our guest, uh, Michelle Rauch, to uh, Space 3D. And it's really awesome to be able to talk to you today. And um, I'll just first ask, you know, when did you first meet? I'm asking everybody this because everybody has kind of a neat story about it. Uh, when did you first meet Al Warden and what were your kind of initial impressions of him? Thank you, Emily. Thank you for this opportunity to talk with you about Al Warden. So uh, I met Al Warden for the first time in uh, 2011 when he was a guest at Space Fest 3 in Tucson, Arizona. I had attended the first two Space Fests in Mesa and San Diego, and he wasn't there. So I knew the difference between the moonwalkers and the VIP guests when going to the other two Space Fests. I, I wanted to be more engaging with the astronauts. So I asked uh, Nova Space if I could volunteer. They selected me to help Al Warden in his booth. He was he was pretty easygoing. That's, that's when I first met him. More recently, uh, I know that you've worked with Al professionally for painting and illustrating a book project. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, what you did for that project and your working relationship? Was he like to work with and what kind of things did you learn from that experience? Oh, certainly. So going back first of when I met Al, I knew that he was a pretty easygoing guy and uh, I was happy to embark on this um, project. In 2018, Francis French, he shared with me that Al was looking for an artist for his next book. And I'm a person, as you can see with my bio, I do a lot of things. I don't know how to say no, or if an opportunity comes about, I just jump on it. Uh, not knowing exactly how, uh, how to approach all the things, 
uh, but I knew uh, very well that I, I wanted to be engaging with Al on this project. And I, I'm glad I did. So when this uh, opportunity presented itself, there was trying to figure out how big the project was when I understood that it was a children's book, but also it excerpts from Al Warden. And then Francis French was creating the dialogue for more uh, kid-friendly and trying to uh, then approach how large the project was, communicating uh, with them on the details and interpreting what they wanted. There was a, a series of 13 illustrations that was offered and they gave me a great deal of artistic license to interpret what those pages were. If you can imagine uh, one of them, which wasn't too easy, it was uh, Al Warden walking on the gantry. Uh, the way Francis French offered it and Al Warden, they, they were trying to share what they wanted. And you can imagine there's, there's no real image of Al Warden walking on the gantry. It's a very, very complex level. You know, when I said yes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they're thinking that I could do it. It took a while. The quote from the uh, book is, on the walkway at the top of the enormous rocket, I gazed to the ocean. So that's what I had to work with. And pretty much uh, there's an image of Al walking out uh, with the two other astronauts ready to get on board that there's a really good famous image of Apollo 11 with the three astronauts walking out with their environmental case. There is no real clear image of Al Warden. So I thought, okay, I can do this. <laughs> that was very complex. I had about 95% of the design I had to create from scratch. Very little material online. I felt like I had to pull a rabbit out of the hat. And the other complex one uh, was the spacewalk. Um, spacewalk, it was very difficult trying to get it all together. I thought I was pretty much finished with the design, and I had the luxury of uh, sharing my nearly my 13 illustrations around, I think, yeah, it was uh, July two, uh, 2019 during the Apollo 11 50th anniversary. We were in Huntsville, Alabama, and I, I brought all my illustrations with me. And I knew there were details in there that I was lacking, and I, and I was complete, nearly completely done. And from those details that I got firsthand from Al, and having him go through and critiquing it, I knew I wanted to recreate that bigger and better. And I also scrummed um, uh, with my Facebook friends on Space Hipsters. So uh, it was a great project sharing with and trying to, you know, work with uh, Francis French and um, Al in this process. Michelle, uh, do you have any other, you know, favorite anecdotes you'd like to add, you know, about Al or anything funny he did. Uh, we've been kind of asking everybody that only because he was kind of well known for being a good sport and being a lot of fun. Do you have anything you would like, you know, that you can think that sticks out in your mind about him? Oh, yeah. There's always. So 
what you what you had triggered in the very beginning or triggered a memory you know when i when i met uh al warden there's also something that gave me the first impression of al and was very different than any other person uh, that I met of all the Apollo astronauts. When I was working with uh, him side by side, you know, he was very, very giving uh, for his time. And especially when uh, kids would be there, his face would lit up. Well, at one, at one point uh, during uh, Space Fest, you know that there's a low point and there's not a lot of people around and right across from and I was uh, helping him in his booth uh, make you know making sure that the sales that was my focus uh, of the whole whole time at his booth and people were asking him about his his book that him and Francis French uh, created which is falling to earth well at one point at the uh, space fest it was uh, a little bit of a low point and right across was uh, Dick Gordon. So <laughs> my my first, I don't know if you've ever heard of this uh, story, but I'm going to offer it for ever to be in podcast. <laughs> um, so he's he's looking at Dick and he goes, this is really bad. This is really bad. He goes, hey, Dick. And I go, oh, my God. You know, he used his outside voice and then. I knew uh, he caught my attention, and this is my first introduction to him. He goes, hey, Dick, when you were in space, you were the biggest dick in space. And I'm like, oh, my God, he didn't just do that. And I was blushing. And I'm like looking at him, and I was trying to, you know, do I laugh? Do I, what do I do? And I knew at that point this guy was genuine. And he didn't worry about his reputation. He didn't worry about public perception. He was not like some of those moonwalkers. And I thought he was an A-OK guy. So I knew at that point he was, you know, fine. So you were talking about, you know, stories. Now going, going to the, <laughs> so the, I just wanted to set the pace. How can this guy be, you know, talking this way? So. I knew this this person was pretty relaxed, so I, I knew I could work with him. One of the first comments that Al said in the beginning when I sat in his booth was, yeah, I can go to a hardware store and no one will recognize me, and, and I don't mind about that. And, and I thought, okay, I didn't understand it, but now I understand a lot more. He, he was a simple kind of guy. But because of space hipsters and space fest and all our attention, I don't think he can just go to a hardware store and, and people not recognize him. But that was back in 2011 and earlier. So now, now we're at this uh, illustration and trying to figure out what's going on uh, with some of the complexities that he has. One of my favorite stories of uh, illustrating for his book was Al's Spacewalk butt story so he talks about <laughs> his butt is in you know his butt shot is in space you know reading from his book and and i really love the details of falling to earth and especially there's a there's a part on page 214 where he's telling jim about his experience and how he's looking at you know this big image of jim and the moon behind him i don't want to, people should read the book so I don't want to give it all away. Al wishes that he had 
taking the camera out and then finding out that the a high resolution camera uh, froze and the only image you can find on YouTube is the poor quality TV. So yeah, they got a good, I mean, they got one high quality image of his butt. There's a lot of images of the video uh, on streaming on, you know, from the TV. So I knew I had an opportunity to offer some interpretation. And, you know, there's the quote within, I'm going to say this, I'm with one quote that is in his book. I had only one shot, and I remember this many, many times, uh, talking with Al throughout the years. I had only one shot doing a spacewalk. They didn't get my head. No, they got a photo of my ass. Thanks a lot. You know, he chuckled all the time because there's nothing that you can do about that. I don't, I just love that story. Um, so I took this opportunity and I worked with Francis and Al trying to capture the moment, his cameo shot, Al's cameo shot in space, where I thought he needs to have a spacewalk of honor and where he's nearly heading towards the capsule. Jim Irwin is full, you know, fully facing um, Al. The moon is behind Jim Irwin. And I didn't get the earth because of the angle that I got. But I got a lot of information in there. When I first embarked on this project, I thought I was getting a lot of the details in my first drawing. And I realized um, I, I, I didn't. I didn't get all the details. When I was sharing my art uh, during that uh, July 2019, it was so wonderful. He was reminiscing on that mission. He gave me his, his experience. What did he see in front of him? What did he see behind him? All the emotions and his experience and the details and what he recollected. And he gave me the critiques and also corrections. There were, there were some um, real good errors in there. And I knew at that moment I wanted to make the artwork bigger and better. And I learned from that experience that this, this was my very last piece of artwork and I was rushing it. So instead of doing a prototype, I was rushing it to go to immediate production. And that cost me some time. I couldn't believe it. I'm an engineer and I realized I went immediately to production. Don't do that. You got to go and do a prototype, get the prototype, get everybody involved and see if the prototype is right and then go to the final artwork. Meeting him face to face and getting that priceless information gave me the high quality information and the fidelity to make it as accurate as possible. And there are some times where I needed real time information and I couldn't just send an email and I thought, ah, oh, I got space hipsters. So I would post a question on there, boom, I would get it. I was so happy. They gave me the information, they gave me Im images and I'm like, oh my gosh, everybody wants to help out. And of course the book gave me um, some information and and it was it was so uh, heartwarming and sharing all the images uh, with Al and Francis and also the publisher and the publisher is uh, Jeff Notkin and his publishing company. I think I did a, a honor uh, Al Warden in honor uh, to uh, put his uh, face 
front in his spacewalk. <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do want to comment that I did see some of those uh, works in process on, on space hipsters. I did not feel I could make any significant contributions, but I loved seeing the evolution of those uh, those pieces of work, including especially that walk on the gantry. I, I love I love that and the perspective of it. I thought was very unique. So uh, my hats off to you and trying to bring that to life. Thank you. I I offered a non-politically correct title because Al Warden is a non-politically correct guy. So <laughs> um, that that um, the walk on the gantry, and of course, I, I asked space hipsters and my Facebook friends um, uh, titles. My my initial thought, which is it's stuck. It's called Al's Catwalk. Yeah, I think that's a wonderful title. And I love the painting. I, I've seen the painting and I think it's, I, I just love it because it's just, you get kind of a feeling he's looking at the last thing he's going to see before he, he leaves the earth. Uh, to me, it just gives me chills. Because like, this is the last thing he's looking at, maybe, you know, I don't know. It's very, you imagine that's really, it lo really looks like, you know, what you'd imagine that moment to look like. So I, I really love it. What do you think Al's legacy will be? You know, how do you think it'll unfold? I think with uh, Al's legacy, he will always be known as the kidster, someone who is easygoing. He has written some wonderful books. He's not very well known as a poet, uh, but I believe us artists and people who have known him can continue on his legacy of all his knowledge that he has uh, shared in print and uh, we can continue on his memories. I'm creating <laughs> a Hawaiian shirt that I believe he would be quite proud of. My art is my healing process and I think he would be quite proud of it because it is only four colors and it honors him in, on the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, the only thing I was going to ask is when when is the children's book due to be out? And also, when are the Hawaiian shirts going to be ready? <laughs> yeah, we can't wait. I know. Um, I, I can't tell you exactly when the book will be published. And the reason why it is on the schedule of the publisher, we know how uh, busy Jeff Notkin is. And he is the one that is constructing the whole layout. And it will be perfection, absolute perfection. And with the Hawaiian shirt, I only have a team of one. And I was hoping, hoping to be done with the artwork today. But I'm still designing a tiki, listen, tiki astronaut. Yes, <laughs> I love it. So that's, that has to be finished. And then I um, will incorporate the designs on my um, textile print is finished. I just have to insert the artwork and then I go to the manufacturer. And I'm not even sure if the manufacturer has uh, full control of what's going on because of um, the epidemic today. Yes. Um, so I'm not sure if they're going to be in production until everybody gets back. So I don't know. Um, but I'll keep everybody abreast. 
And the best part is the Hawaiian shirts are going to be made in the United States and uh, manufactured in the United States. And it can be a selection of men and women uh, and mixed sizes. Fantastic. Awesome. We'd like to thank you uh, so much for for joining us. And we, we really appreciate you being here. We're honored to speak to you. So thank you so much. This is a wonderful opportunity. And I really appreciate the time. Thanks for tuning in to our interview with Michelle Rauch, and we thank her for her involvement in our tribute. This concludes our tribute to Al Warden, and we'd like to thank you for tuning into it and tuning in to Space 3D.